Welcome to the Growing in Love for Life podcast, where it's all about saving and strengthening your marriage and creating the relationship you really deserve and want to have. And now, from growinginloveforlife.com, relationship and marriage coach and best-selling author, your host, Liam Naden. episode 64 of the Growing in Love for Life podcast. Hello everyone, it's Liam Naden here. And in this episode, I want to talk about why you need to stop trying to save your marriage and what to do instead. In this episode, I want to share with you something that has always puzzled me and a startling conclusion I've reached about the real answer to saving your marriage and in fact, solving any problem in your life. As you probably know, for a number of years, I've been a marriage and relationships coach and helping people, often alone, to try and save their marriage. And I've created two marriage-saving programs, a 30-day program and a 7-day program. And many people have saved their marriages as a result of using these programs. In fact, just today I had an email from a lady who, three years ago, decided she was going to work on saving her marriage alone. And using the program, now she and her husband are still together, happier than ever, and in fact even expecting their first child. So the programs have been very successful, but there have also been people who haven't succeeded in saving their marriage using my programs. And I've always wondered why that is. And it's really led me to the question, why is it that some people do succeed with whatever problem they're facing, and others don't? Because I've also been coaching, in addition to marriage, I've been coaching people in other areas. And again, I see that in so many, in so many instances, why some people succeed and others don't. I mean, why are some people successful in their business or their career or in their financial life? And why do some people lead rich and fulfilling lives and other people, unfortunately it seems to be most people, they're struggling and they're stressed and unhappy? Some people have also found their life purpose and they're doing what they love and other people are feeling very disillusioned with their life. Well, I did a lot of research and study over the years and I even back-engineered my own life. And what I realized was that the difference between success and failure and perhaps for you the difference that it will make between you saving your marriage or not, it's not about how much information you have. As I said earlier, my marriage-saving programs, they do contain some great information. But I give that same information through the programs to everyone. So it's not the question of a difference in information. It's also not a question of how motivated or how hard somebody tries to save their marriage or how committed they are to saving their marriage. Because usually people are very committed. And again, some succeed and others don't. It's also not a question of circumstances. Some people have very unfortunate and unhappy marriage situations and still manage to to save their marriage, but others don't. It's also not a question of luck or circumstances, and it's also not a question of prayer, because most people pray in some form or another, but it doesn't mean their prayers are answered. Something else has to be responsible for whether someone succeeds or fails at something, And it's obviously something we're not quite aware of, and to some degree it seems out of control. But all of my research led me to something interesting, and that was the study of the human brain. Now you probably know 
that your brain is pretty amazing. But it is actually, in my opinion, the most incredible thing that exists in the universe. And the thing about your brain is that it's designed, obviously, to keep you alive. But it's also designed, on a biological level, to make you happy. And the reason for that is your biological purpose is to thrive and survive. And you can only do that, or you do that to your best ability, when you are feeling your best. But to do its job, your brain needs to be in balance and functioning properly. I mean, it's just like a machine, like any other machine, say like your car. Just like your car or computer, if it's working properly, it does the right job. And the various parts are doing what they're supposed to do, and everything runs smoothly. But if it's not in balance, you're going to create problems. And it turns out, from all the research I've done, that the problems in your life, including in your marriage, are actually the result of you not using your brain correctly and getting it unbalanced. Now, why is this? Well, because when your brain is unbalanced, it causes you to do the wrong things rather than the right things. And you've probably found this already. I mean, think about your own marriage situation. How different would it be if you had always known the right thing to do to keep your marriage strong and healthy? How many arguments would you have avoided? How many opportunities would you have taken to show your spouse just how much you love them? And how many ways would you have been able to make them feel good about you by doing things that were loving? But when you're out of balance, what happens? Well, you argue, you get upset, you ignore them or you take them for granted, or even worse, you treat them harshly, and you show them you don't really care, and you get angry and resentful at times. And unfortunately, the reason we do these things, the reason why we do the wrong things and we don't do the right things to keep our marriage loving and strong, it's very simple. And it's almost always because of one thing, stress. And you know, having stress in your life creates more damage to your marriage or relationship than anything else. And it really shouldn't be like that, because after all, I'm sure you started off in your marriage so filled with love and hope. But then what happened? Well, life gets in the way. And as time went on, you know, you take on more responsibilities and, and problems start to show up. And whether it's in, in a business or career or in your finances, perhaps your children and family and even issues with other family members, including having to deal with the deaths of people close to you. Whatever it is, all of these things come along and they take your focus off your marriage. And of course, they also make you tired and stressed, and you simply often don't have the time or the energy for your marriage. And before you know it, the stress and problems are piling up, and the years have flown by. And, and gradually, the connection between you and your spouse fades. And by that stage, it can often appear to be too late. You know, perhaps very often one or other spouse has an affair, or worse, they have their spouse telling them that, I love you, but I'm no longer in love with you, and they want a divorce, and perhaps that's your experience. But here's something very interesting that I've uncovered in my research into the brain and human behavior, and especially regarding what really creates problems in our life, including our marriage. And here it is in a nutshell. Problems don't cause you stress. Stress causes you problems. I'll repeat that. Problems don't cause you stress, stress causes you problems. 
And the only way to solve a problem, including saving your marriage, is actually to get rid of the stress first. Now, I don't mean to get rid of stress in the sense of meditating or taking medication or drugs or alcohol or maybe something else, because these only relieve your stress temporarily. They don't remove it. It might make you feel better for a short while, but, and I'm sure if you've tried any of these, you'll know that the effects are only temporary. So what you need to do is to find a way to get rid of most, or if not all, of the stress about your marriage situation if you are to have any hope of doing the right things to save and heal your marriage. And in this podcast, I'm going to tell you not only why this is, why it's critical to remove stress when you want to save and improve your marriage, but how you can do it, and in an effective and permanent way, not a temporary way by using some technique or substance. And it's all to do with understanding how your brain works and how to use it effectively so that you can start solving your problems, healing your marriage, and actually taking control of your life. Now let's talk a little bit about what happens in your brain when you're feeling stressed. Now as you probably know, stress isn't good for you. It has many negative side effects, both mental side effects such as feeling negative and even getting depressed, and physical side effects as well. In fact, there are lots of diseases that are directly attributed to stress. But biologically, your brain is actually designed to create stress, which includes feelings of fear, worry and anxiety, for just one purpose. And that is to fight off an immediate danger or threat to your survival. And you can see why this is from a survival perspective, because if you're faced with an immediate threat, your brain automatically directs your body to do everything it can to fight off that danger. So it gets you to react without thinking about the danger. You do it by instinct, and it tells you, get out of the danger right now. So if there's, a, for instance, a lion running towards you, you run, you run away. Or a train coming, you jump out of the way. But one of the things that your brain does when you are stressed, which is good when it's an immediate danger, but not good when you're faced with a problem, such as seeing the possible end to your marriage, is that it shuts down your thinking. Stress literally shuts down your brain's thinking. And as I said, this is perfect for immediate danger, because if you had to think before you ran away from the lion, it might have eaten you. And this is what it's designed for. But what about when you're stressed when you have a problem? Well, your brain is actually doing the same thing. It's shutting down your full awareness and your thinking ability. And what happens then? You don't have the necessary resources in your brain to solve the problem. Your brain is literally blocking you from coming up with all of the ideas, the insights and the knowledge of the right things to do. And that's why you do all of the wrong things when you're trying to save your marriage. And the other effect stress has on the brain is that it takes away your motivation to do the right things and it makes you react and do the wrong things. And that's why you argue with your spouse and carry on an argument and make things worse rather than quietly and calmly responding to what they're saying and really listening to what they're telling you. What happens when you're stressed is that your brain activates something called the sympathetic nervous system, and this shuts down your thinking ability. And one of the things it also does is that it narrows your seeing and listening ability. It literally narrows your focus. 
again, this is a survival mechanism. Because if you're in a life-threatening situation, your brain needs to see all of the danger. So it's only going to focus on the negative. I mean, when it's looking for the danger, it's not looking to see if the flowers are beautiful or if the sky is, is, is it's a lovely day. It's only looking for the danger. So when we're feeling stressed, our brain literally can't see anything other than the negative. And when it comes to your life, it makes things seem even worse than they are. Okay, so I, I hope you can see from this that being stressed, fearful and worried puts you in a state where you will never be able to solve your problem, including, of course, doing the right things to save your marriage, because it's a state where your brain shuts off your ability to see and do the right things. It keeps you focused on the negative, reacting out of fear, and not being able to see all of the possibilities available to you. So how does this relate to trying to save your marriage? And, as I'm suggesting in the title of the podcast, if you stop trying, what should you do instead? Well, the first thing I should say is that to stop trying doesn't mean to give up. It doesn't mean declaring yourself a failure. But what is trying and what are you really doing when you're trying to do anything? What you're doing is you're struggling. You're stressed. You're anxious, worried, upset, and you're often even desperate. And when you think about your marriage and saving it, do you feel any of these things? Do you say to yourself and to others, I will do anything to save my marriage. I will fight for my marriage. Can you feel that when you say these things, when you're trying really hard, that you're stressed? Well, when you are, your brain is literally blocking off your ability to do the right things. And this is why many people have found in their marriage, the harder they try, the worse it gets. Perhaps you've found this. The more you try to engage your spouse, the more resistance you get. And again, this is because when you're trying hard, you're stressed. And when you are stressed, your brain will never guide you to the right thoughts and actions to really rebuild re your relationship with your husband or wife. It really is true that the harder you try, the more you end up pushing them away. All right, so what should you do instead? So if trying doesn't work and you don't just want to give up, is there really another alternative? Well, yes, there is. And that is, and it really is the only alternative to solving a problem, that is to rebalance your brain and getting it to work properly. And when you do that, your brain will automatically get you to start acting in a way that gets you the results you want. You'll see the right things to do to get your spouse attracted to you again, rather than running away from you. And it's the only way you'll solve any problem in your life, including in your marriage. Rebalancing your brain will have you stop trying to save your marriage, which only creates more stress and doesn't solve the problem. When you rebalance your brain, you automatically start doing the right things to rebuild attraction. You stop reacting. You start to focus on positive actions. And you start to see your spouse responding to you positively because you're making them feel good about you again. Remember, your brain is biologically designed to keep you as strong and healthy as possible. And that includes not being stressed and having problems. And in all of my research into why some people manage to save their marriage and others don't, this is what I've found is the difference. And I can actually show you the most effective way to rebalance your brain with a method called neurostate rebalancing. 
This is the most effective way I've seen to solve any problem, including in your marriage. You can learn more about it on my website, liamnaden.com. But just remember, stress is the enemy. It blocks your brain and it stops you from knowing and doing the right things. And it's simply the result of your brain being knocked off balance by all of the events that life has thrown at you over the years. So when you stop trying to save your marriage and learn to rebalance your brain instead, you'll find the answers to any problems in your life, including in your marriage or relationship. So you can check out Neurostate Rebalancing on my website, liamnaden.com, and I wish you all the very best. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.